Welcome to another episode of Karen and Talks. I am your host, Karen Hines, film critic and journalist. This is the podcast slash YouTube channel where I speak to film creators about their work in the industry and what inspires them. And today, I am joined by director Okita to talk about his film, The Fish Tale, which I watched and I really enjoyed. あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あ
kind of you know told me oh like this should be that and then that like uh, kind of like criticized my film <laughs> so I, I kept repeating what you know that like I, I make something and then get someone to watch it and people tell me what to do uh, and eventually people around me started to invest in my film um, okay so I, we're gonna start talking about the fishtail now, but um, I think the fishtail is, from what I've read, very similar to films that you've done before, where you focus on what would be considered oddball characters or people who don't fit into society's idea of normal. Mm -hmm. So what is it about first making stories about the outsiders or people who are looked on as being weird that drew you into writing stories about these kind of characters? Because I believe beginning from your first feature film, it's like talks about people who are obsessive about one thing. Like your first film was about a a cook who who um who created meals for um, camping staff on like a mountain. And now you have um and then it was an artist who decided late in life to become an artist. And now for the fish deal, it's based on Sakana Kun, who is a marine biologist who focuses his obsession is fish. あの、次はじゃあ、えっと、フィッシュテールの話をに今後ちょっと話しようと思うんですけれども、監督の作品はいつもちょっとこう風変わりなキャラクターとか、こう社会に馴染めないような人とか、アウトサイダーがあのよく
I started, I didn't start out to be a film critic or a journalist. I went to school. I actually wanted to be a marine biologist years ago when I was younger. I was actually pursuing marine biology and then I wanted to be a nurse. And then I got a diploma in paralegal studies. Now I'm a film critic. So like, I understand what you mean by envious because they made a decision. So is that what you envy about them, that, fo that focus? あの、あの、<笑> <笑>そうですね。あの、さかなクンのような、その生き方があるんじゃないかと映画でもあ、あの、ストンボクも思うんですね。だからあの、簡単じゃないからそれがすごくこうなんですかね。僕らもこうそういう風にそのなんか、うん、助け助けてあげないといけないっていうか、助けてあげないっていうのはどうだろうわかんないな。でもなんかあの、そういう思いももちろんありますね。で、ですかね。いや、あ、パタイアンダースタンダードズピーポープロイレギュラーライフキャンビーハードビ
and that's what I think it's interesting because people around her get uh, influenced um, and uh, they don't want you know to break the fact that she likes fish so much mm. yeah they respect her knowledge you know they respect that she knows so much about fish and about marine life and I think her childlike um, attitude makes them feel welcome you know because she's not she's doing it out of a pure love of fish out of a pure love of marine biology and she she's not even trying to share it but it's just that people just gravitate towards her because of her her I think her personality and that love of the knowledge あの、彼女にいろんな知識があるっていうところをその気してるのだと思います。で、あの、そういうまあ彼女の態度っていうのもまあみんなあの歓迎していて、本当にこう魚に対する愛とか、あとあのすごくいろんな知識があるっていうところ
Uh, in Japan, the sakana kun is kind of really kind of big, Very popular. love popular yeah. character. <laughs> and he's kind of like childlike, but yeah. in Nonsan plays his character, it kind of becomes original. That's mm -hmm. what I like about it. Like yeah. Some kind of difference between her and the sakana kun. Yeah, I watched it when I watched his videos, and I, I watched some of his YouTube videos after I saw the film, and I. Oh. And so I was very, I that's why their energy, like the childlike energy that she captures and even the whole film has i think makes this film one that i think everyone can relate to and kind of wish they could be like Mebo, you know that they could live life as li live life on their own terms the way that Mebo does and the way that sakanakun does ま、<笑> I was just like, that was very funny to me because the introduction of this strange fish man at the beginning of the film, I as an adult was thinking, uh, creepy guy, uh, what is happening? Yeah. Stay away from these kids. Uh, but what I love about the film is that by the end, um, where we get the realization that Mebo mm -hmm. is, well for me, having watched the film before I watched the, um, the videos, like where I get the realization that Mebo is this person is a kind of kid and like I that it was at the end the scene where she's leading the kids at the end that wasn't creepy I actually got emotional mm -hmm. so I love how like um for me having no idea who Sakanakun was at the beginning grew to in a way care for this person mm -hmm. both the character of Mebo but also the character the person mm -hmm. Sakanakun and I think your your film does a fantastic job of help of what's the word um I don't want to use humanizing. Um, does a, I think your film does a really good job of helping people to see Sakanakun as just as this person who just loves what they do. You know, like he's not. If I was to see him on the streets calling kids now to follow him, I wouldn't be scared as I would at the beginning of the film. But I think your job does a fantastic job of helping people to really see him as a person. You know, and not just some stranger. <laughs> あの、すごくそう、<laughs> the guy who that Sakanakun plays in the movie, he's actually like a, a, a symbol of someone who couldn't really live in a society, mm -hmm. uh, like who couldn't fit in. So it's a little bit of a like a, I was being cynical cast him in that role. Mm. Well, you were he so you were hesitant to cast um, Sakanakun to play that version of himself. あの、ていうことはあの、漁業師さんを魚くんに演じてもらうのはちょっとためらいがありましたか。いや、本当、いや、魚くんしかいないと思いました。No, <笑><笑> I was 
played by Sakurai. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I want to talk. Um, I, I just mentioned about being creeped out <laughs> by Sakurai when he's where mm. we see him um, going to Nibo uh, Hio at the um, in the beginning. Um, mm. Something that I felt was very interesting that you did where, um, and I don't know if this is based on real life, like his actual experience, but when um, young Mebo tells the dad that this weird fish guy wants her to come to her house, to his house to see his fishes, um, the dad is immediately, very rightfully hesitant. He's weary because he's like, I don't know this, we don't know this strange man, we don't know him. Mm-hmm. And the mom doesn't question it. She she trusts Mibo's judgment because she's like, if Mibo trusts him, then I trust him. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that scene in particular because I think that's the scene that will speak a lot to parents. Where it's about, I think that scene speaks more about parents learning to trust their children's judgment, even though children can make very, very bad, <laughs> bad decisions. Ah, あの、授業者見た時に気持ち悪いと思ったんですけれども、なんかその例えば夕方の中で、あの子供の未亡が、まあ授業者を家に連れてくるって言った時に、なんかお父さんはそんな知らない人をちょっと見たいな感じで、な
あのロンサムをキャストしたことについてなぜか伺いたいです、うん、あの女性がまあミボの役を演じたっていうのは、うん、あのなぜか知りたくてどうしてかというとまあミボ自体はさかなクンがベースなんですけどもさかなクンは男性ですよねどうしてあの女優さんをあの選んだんでしょうかさかなクンさかなクンのモデルにした映画で何をやりたいかっていうとそのなんか何かを猛烈に好きになった人の映画をやりたくてそれがミーボーっていうキャラクターでさかなクンであってさかなクンではないというかだからそういう気持ちを描くのに男と女がそこまで重要ではなかったしなんならそのさかなクン自身もそのあまり性別にの匂いがしないというか。なんかそういう気がしたんでノンさんというどっちでもよかったんですけどでもノンさんっていう人がそのさかなクンとちょっと精神的に絵を描いたり音楽やったりなんとなく似てたような気がしてだからノンさんというキャラ人がさかなクンをやる映画をがすごくワクワクしたので女性でもいいんじゃないかと思いました。So what I wanted to、uh, do with this movie about さかなクン is like it's basically a film about、uh, someone who really loved something. Um, so the,、uh, it's about like Mibo,、mm-hmm. and then you know, the character of Sakana kun in this film is like、uh, not the same as the actual Sakana kun, and、uh, so that's why, like, you know, whether if it's like a male or female wasn't really important to me.、Um, and then also, like, I think Sakana kun is a little bit, you know, like kind of like kind of genderless person,、mm-hmm. and then so as a non. And then, like,、uh, non, and then Sakana kun, they both like to draw and they both like, like music. So I saw they're kind of like mentally similar.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of read、um, Mibo as being、um, non binary.、Mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of that has to do with she has no interest in romantic relationships. And I don't think she has any interest in any kind of relationships between it beyond what her interest in fish. It's just that the friendships that she develops kind of just happen to her.、Mm-hmm. And the people that stay by her side, her friends, they make the effort to, to stay her friends. Well, she wouldn't necessarily be affected very severely if they drift in and out. She's just like, I'm just here. And she's like, she's like gravity. People just gravitate towards Mabel. あの私がなんか読んだのはこのミボのキャラクターはなんかまあ性別がないキャラクターだっていうふうに思いました、うんうんうん、であの彼女はそのなんか男女関係とかそういうロマンスとかにはあまり興味がなくて、うんうん、友情はあるんですけれども本当に彼女が好きなのは魚だけ、うんうん、だからその彼女の周りの人がなんか近づいてこようが離れようが、まあ、彼女はそんなに気にしてないと思いました。そのつもりそのよ気,気持ちで映画を作りましただから親の親が少しお父さんとお母さんに離れて別居したりあのー、なんだろうな彼,彼に起きることあの未亡に起きることが魚が好きっていうこと以外はそんなに大きなことではないという描き方をしようと思いました。Yes, I think your interpretation is correct. That's how I wanted to make this movie. Uh, even though, like, you know, Mibo's parents、uh, live separately,、um, and、uh, whatever happened to Mibo,、uh, only Mibo cares about like, fish. <laughs> and then she doesn't really care about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She'd be like, if the mom was here today, she'll be fine. But if they're not there tomorrow, she'd be like, ah, okay, I still go and look after my fish. The fish are the one constant in her life. No matter what happens, fish, is, fish are there.、Mm-hmm. あの彼女の人生にとってもう本当魚だけがこうなんか人生のなんか重要なところでことで、うん、魚さえあればいいみたいな、ね、はいでもなんか後半家族ができそうになってそのアイデンティティがちょっとこうなんかなくなるようなことがあったときにやっぱりそれが周りはこう周りは余計ないことのような気がして去ってしまうことがあってだからなんかそうですねそういうことも大人になってあんまり大人にこうなならないでいてほしいみたいなところがあるんじゃないかなと思ってみんながそうですねそう,そういう気持ちはあると思いました大人にならないでいてほしいというのは監督の、まあ、周りがですね周りが、うん so yeah like uh, when uh, you know uh, 
she starts to like kind of uh, uh, you know lose identity. The the people surrounding her is like, oh, it's not good. Um, and I think people around her kind of they kind of wish that her she doesn't become adult. Mm. Yeah, she stays child. Like um, something a thought just occurred to my head. Um, for people like Mibo or even Sakana Kun and those that would be considered neurodivergent now, that's the vocabulary we would use now. Um, I think for like Mibo as a kind of, kind of other people, they are where things like animals or art, you know, like fish are like they, they have their set behaviors. You can predict what a fish will do because all fish of a specific breed will behave the same way. Sharks behave like sharks. Butterfly fish would behave like butterfly fish. So like there's a consistency there and they can trust that. Whereas for human beings, we are ever evolving. We are ever changing. You know, we are unpredictable. And there's, um, and I think for a lot of people, especially for those who quote, I don't know, like using the word normal, but those who, like that, like people tend to mistrust other. We we mistrust each other because we can't guarantee what the react, what the result will be, what the reaction will be. Whereas, I think like what you were saying earlier, like the thought hurt me. I kind of envy Mebo as a kind of thing because they know what they can trust in. You know, like for your previous characters, the artist. He knows that he can trust in art. For the one who was a cook, he can trust in cooking, you know, because he knows how food behaves when it, when he cooks and prepares it. So that thought just occurred to me <laughs> while the way you were speaking. ま、ちょっとその監督の話を聞いて、で、<笑> In my movie, like Mibo uh, likes fish, but she's also not uh, really, you know, doubting people. Mm. So I don't think she, you know, doesn't like people. Yeah, no, I, like it's not like she, you know, so hates people. Yeah, <laughs> she just like doesn't lie. To her. Yeah, yeah. No, what I mean is that like, I don't think she doubts people or anything. But the thought just occurred to me in my head where sometimes where there are people who who prefer like to focus on one thing because that's something they can trust. You know, like. Um, um, using my like, let me like, because there are people that I knew, like kids who were would be considered neurodivergent, like they focus on something that they can trust, you know. And like, so the, the film, like, what you like, it just occurred to me, like, I wish that we were all able to like relate to people the way that Mibo does, where like she doesn't have any mistrust, you know, where whereas, like, for whereas, like, quote unquote, normal people. We we have to like learn how to grab like navigate society because we don't know what people's motivations are. Whereas she just accepts people the way they are, the same way they accept her, she accepts people just the way they are. に集中できる人、あの、ま、子供もそうだと思うんですけれども、ああ、はい。その、その人がそうだったらそれでいいみたいな。うん。そういうことなのかなと思う。ああ、そうですね。うん。はい、なんか。うん、あの、そうそうですね。別になんか、はい、あの、なんだろう、別にそれいいことじゃないかな。うん
wish I could be like Mibo. So there's another conversation that happens in the film. Like I just mentioned the word normal in quotation marks. And it's... Um, and it's, I think it has a lot to do with a lot of discussions that are happening now, especially on like social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure about how it is in Japan, but especially in like North America, where we're talking, where it talks about the acceptance of people who are neurodivergent, people who are non-binary, people who don't conscribe to society's idea of normal. And there's the discussion between Momo and um, Mibo, where Momo says, "Oh, we're like we're all we're." like the same we're not normal and Mibo says what is normal mm. she that to her there is no definition of what normal is and for me I always say normal is relative because what's what's norm what's the norm for me is it the norm for other people my norm is getting up and watching K-dramas <laughs> every day but that's not that's not normal for everyone you know my job is to watch films for a living but that's not normal for other people that's not their norm so I want to ask you about your idea of norm and normal and um, if you think like for your film I think that's one of the beauty thing beautiful things about your film is like saying like stop trying to confine people into society into this defined roles and these these defined ideas of what of how people should behave you know so we need to talk a bit about that and the idea of normal and how your film addresses it without making it very obvious あの、ま、共有していこうっていう風になってるんですけども、映画の中でもこう、もう<笑> なんか生きていくだけのことだ気がしますけど、え、自由に<笑> 昔、なんか今そういう感じ、あの、世界的にもそうなんですかね。わかんないですけど、そういう風な社会がこう、の中で子供たちがなんか育ったりするといいなって僕は思ったりして、はい、あの、昔子供の時は未亡の子供みたい
that, that's the thing about I think filmmaking for a lot of people always ask like actors what they learn during filming you know they ask the audience what they learn f- from the films but I, I'm always interested to ask directors what they learn from their own projects because you know in the process of like reading the script and deciding you want to make a film and all the steps in production you learn new things about how to film a, a film where like fish are the center you know you have to learn how to work around fish tanks you know about protecting the filming of these fish and um, of course not having a real life octopus but you know you, you learn different things about the filmmaking industry that you didn't know before so I'm always interested to learn what filmmakers they themselves learn from their own works あの、結構みんなと例えば俳優さんとか監督には、なんかその映画を通じて何を学びましたかみたいな質問するんですけれども、ま、監督もなんかどうやってその自分が作った映画から何を学んだかっていうのにいつも興味があります。ああ、そう
be proud to be who I am and you know stand in my truth and be my kooky, dramatic, <laughs> talkative, inquisitive, curious, and opinionated self. So I appreciate Director Okita for taking the time to speak with me. And many thanks to our interpreter, Aki Takabatake, who I previously interviewed for the festival as well. We spoke about her distribution company, Momo Films, which I will link in the description box for this podcast episode, as well as in the description box for the YouTube post as well. She did a fantastic job. I know interpreting is not easy. It's very hard for professional interpreters. And Aki did a phenomenal job for this interview. And <laughs> I appreciate her so much because I know some of my questions can be kind of long-winded. But the reason I ask questions like that because I like to give context to where my mind is when I'm screening the films and like my thought process for coming up with questions and observations as well. Um, so I always appreciate when people are able to interpret my words into another language and translate my thoughts and expressions and feelings to um to my guests so many thanks to aki as well and many thanks to james hiron who's the director of the toronto japanese international film festival he was great throughout the festival unfortunately i wasn't able to attend the entire life of the festival like i had originally attended because i fell sick during um the second weeks so i wasn't even able to screen all the films that i wanted to there and i wasn't able to do as many interviews as i wanted to this interview actually is being posted later than i intended because i was actually sick for a few weeks i thought i was feeling better then i got sick again um, so it took me longer so i'm now catching back up on posting work so this interview is posting like maybe two or maybe i was even say three weeks later than i intended but you know health first so apologies for that as well but i'll be posting other interviews that for the new york asia film festival and other interviews that i've been doing for africa as well as other interviews that i've been doing just for myself with caroline talks and then of course coming right on the heels of all of this is the toronto international film festival which is going to be held in september so look forward to coverage for that and um until the next episode of oh, and you can of course find me links to my written work in my R3 page, that's authroy.com slash Carolyn Hines, as well as links to the video there and links to other podcast episodes there. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at CarrieCNH12, that's C-R-I-E-C-N-H-1-2. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at sign Carolyn underscore Hines. You're going to watch all of my recorded interviews there. And um, I'm not going to do uh, do this much longer. So until the next episode, everyone, stay safe. Bye. Mm-hmm.